One of the other things, Scott, that happened in college football today was that Nick Saban, the, the coach of Alabama, basically finalizing the, the last piece of what at this point is probably going to be the lifetime contract. He signs an extension today through 2029. That'll put him at, I think if my math is right, 77 or 78 by the time Good that for him. by the time that comes around. And if there was any concerns about, you know, Nick Saban's well being, he's gonna be A okay at this point. He's gonna he's gonna make ten point seven million dollars this coming season and then close to twelve million dollars on average after that. And the part of the story that is really kind of the kicker Scott is you know with this new contract with the new money for the season Nick Saban going to make 10.7 this year just about a half a million dollars more than Kirby Smart. I don't have my my pettiest person in sports image red imaging ready but when you're the guy who basically became the face for the the face and the name and the voice for watch out everybody I you know I'm all for players players getting pl- uh, I'm all for you know th- these guys getting paid, but I'm just saying, watch out. We need to be careful about this. We need to put some guardrails up. Give me more than Kirby Smart. I can't. <laughs> uh, he can't be making more than me. No, that's that's not going to happen. I'm not here for it. Well, here's a slap in the face. I mean, he shouldn't even be close to Kirby Smart. That guy is the Mount Rushmore of coaches. I'm I'm sorry on the college front. No oh. ands, ifs, buts, or ors. Oh, of course. He is it. Nick Saban is it. I'm glad he decided he didn't want another gig. I'm glad he decided he doesn't want to go to a different venue. He's going to stay with Alabama because, hey, if they don't already have a statue of him up, they need to get one soon because he has been the next Bear Bryant. And he's he's already he, he's kind of like doing it tongue-in-cheek, but he's getting tired of people asking him about retiring already, so now this kind of puts it to bed but it's just more about the fact of of you know of him becoming this unofficial messenger for flashing the warning signs about about college sports and then this news coming down today and like here's what I want to do with this though put the the haves and have nots aside for a second because that's the one thing that we always come back to as we're talking about college football is you know what this you know what all the money that's going around means for the haves and the have nots we just saw the Big Ten, the conference that at the bottom of it is the the is the brunt of daily and weekly social media jokes on Twitter during college football season of these games that end twelve to six. Right. Just sign a, a TV contract worth a billion dollars a year with USC and UCLA coming in, and so. Yeah, so who's laughing now? I'd say the Big Ten is still laughing. Well, they are, but my point is, you know, for all the for, for all the for all the concerns and all the hubbub and all the you know, look out! I no one of us know what this is going to be, but I have a feeling it's not going to be good. Like we're we're doing all this, you know, we're doing all this, throwing our hands up in the air and flashing lights, and oh my goodness! And what about college football? The pageantry, the rivalries, athletes going after money. We don't like it. Look at the, where the value of college football is. So, I mean, this isn't even about this isn't even just about Nick Saban getting money. No, of course, Nick Saban should get all the money in the world. 
But everybody's going for the same thing now. It's it, college football has become that 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 money booth game. You know, like you see those where uh, at, at, you know some casinos have them, where you can go into that little booth and there's money flying around in the air, and you're just trying to grab as much of it as you can. By the way. Very disappointed. I, I actually had, I had to Google what the name of this thing was because I figured there's no way it's just Flying Money Booth. And it turns out it's actually just called Money Booth or Cash Booth, which is a little bit disappointing because something like that should have a much more exciting name when you actually watch it happening. But it's not even just about, it's not about Nick Saban getting money. It's about everybody's everybody's flooding into the money booth and everybody's grabbing at the same dollars that are flying that are coming out of nowhere all at the same time. Like, it's just no, what really this is. is. Well, there's good news for Alabama. Guess what? Anybody who's on the fence because, hey, I want to play for Nick Saban, I, well, I don't know if he's going to retire. He may not be there anymore. I'm going to go to another school, and they're going to uh, go to Alabama. Uh, they're not going to lose any uh, any players, so that's good for them. And there, There's continuity there, and, oh, by the way, he just continues to build and build and build on what is the best football program in America. And that isn't changing anytime soon. He's gone through offensive coordinators like water, and guess what? He just brings in another guy who buys into his system, and everything works out well. Same thing with defensive coordinators. Uh, Bingo, they end up winning. Um, One of the things that you just mentioned about the big deal with the Big Ten and the money, when I heard it last week, it surprised me for about a second, and then I thought, well, you know what? Uh, the Big Ten, now with UCLA and USC, and you've got even Northwestern, you've got Michigan, Michigan State, you've got major markets. You've got big markets, you've got big money. So, I mean, big cities bring big money. It's going to bring everything that the Big Ten wants, and that's probably why UCLA and USC was a good fit because you don't have just the top and the bottom feeders. Now you got these other two juggernauts coming in, and I think even UCLA might find itself getting a lot better because I still have trouble believing that they were losing money with all the money that they were making on their money deal. But they're going to be making a lot more on their deal now. So if they're losing money now, then they're spending too much. By the way, speaking of which, we did an interview on Friday with Ben Bolts of the L.A. Times talking yeah, about some of Yeah, I wish I would have heard that, by the way. Well, it's on 1017theteam.com, Scott, so you can go back yeah, and listen to it. Yeah, i got to go back and listen to it. You're right. I posted it, so I guess I should listen to it. But, yeah, you're right. And the the spending part is you know like uh, like a lot of like a lot of the elements of this the spending part is is its own conversation but it just goes to show you that in in a conference like the Big Ten now you know some of that it's it's bad weather there's people inside that time of year they want they want to watch football they're obsessed with it but it just goes to show where the value of college football is still at this you know uh, th- those two schools losing their rivalry stuff and everything with the Rose Bowl. And you know USC, Ohio State, and you know they can't play in the they, they can't play each other in the Pac-12 anymore, and all these things that we're watching happen. If anything, all it's doing is raising the value of of college football. So everybody, everybody, go after your money. I think that's kind of been the message that we've been trying to get out there this entire time. Anyway, is. Nick Saban, if if somebody wants to pay Nick Saban $11 million a year, then by all means pay Nick Saban $11 million a year. But if one of his guys or somebody else in the SEC gets a 
gets a, a deal where what where you know we're seeing some of these quarterback you know some of these reports of quarterback deals around a million dollars a year, and somebody wants to pay them a million dollars a year, then then jump right in the, the jump right in the cash box and grab your million dollars. It's flying through the air too. No, and, and as long as there's no limit on it, hey. Anyone can pay a player anything they want. And, you know, it's kind of funny. I'm in Georgia last week. I'm in Atlanta doing those football games, Mm -hmm. and I'm driving in my car, and I hear, this is so-and-so. You're tied in for the University of Georgia. I actually heard an advertisement for a Georgia football player on one of the sports stations. I'm so that was glad. The first time I have ever heard that. I'm so glad you. I'm so glad you mentioned this. So let's let's take a step backwards here for a second. So I don't it, even remember who the player was, but it doesn't the way even he matter. Said it, it's but I'm your tight end for the University of Georgia football team, and then it was like a car dealer or something, and you know, or I forget what it was. But I'm listening to it. It's like this is a player. So, I mean, that was pretty cool. I actually finally heard one. I guarantee you he's making some bucks. Let's take a step back here for a second because I have a follow-up question. But explain to everybody what you were doing in Georgia just you know, real quick. Well, I was doing what I'm also going to be doing this week, a second week of it. It's called the Freedom Bowl. It's actually uh, sponsored by the NFL Alumni Association. Last week was at Milton High School in Milton, Georgia, about 23 miles from Atlanta. This week it's going to be at Canton, Ohio at the Hall of Fame Stadium. So um, so I'm out there for that, but I'm just driving around. I think it was when I went to one of the Braves games. Okay, so here's my question then. I'm driving and I hear this. Okay, so, so here's my question then, because I've, I've long – I've long dreamt about this for many, many years. I've never gotten the full experience in the way that I'm sure you did. Sports talk radio in that part of the country. How much did you enjoy it? Enjoyed it a lot because I'll tell you, one of the things... How much yelling was there? There was a little bit of yelling, but the one thing that I did notice, which I'm not used to living here, is it goes back to my L.A. days. You hardly heard national radio... Like the national ESPN, it was all local. Every station was local, like pretty much 24-7 or at least until midnight. I wasn't used to that. And there's one reason for that. Money. That and it just means more. But what you mentioned there actually was was so perfect and it kind of fits into what we're talking about where this tight end for the University of Georgia. I mean, it's not, it, by by no means, even if you're a pass-catching tight end, by no means is it... But the, this wasn't even well, a quarterback. This that's, was the... T- that, that's what I'm saying. Like even I said, if, I'm your tight end for the University of Georgia. That's what I'm saying is even if you're, even if they're a pass-catching tight end, it's still by far, it's still not the most glorious position on the field, but there's that opportunity there. And if you're saying, I'm your tight end for the Georgia Bulldogs, Georgia wins... Because they're you know they're getting the brand they're they're getting the brand drop and the name recognition. Oh yes, they are. And this tight end is getting the the name. You know he's getting the association with Georgia. He's getting his name out there. Everybody gets to jump in the money booth. 